I'm Laura Allen, and this is Hello Thoughts. Deep and anxious consideration of one's emotions and motives. Soul searching. I think I've always been in that frame of mind, which can be totally exhausting. But it's also helped me figure myself out, or at least somewhat. It's National Eating Disorder Awareness Week, so I wanted to come on, take a minute to chat it out, you know? It really is so nice to see people come together and speak out about important things. It's fascinating how many awareness weeks there are that I just don't know about. Um, This subject obviously hits my heart because of my own war with an eating disorder. But when I think of the awareness aspect, um, I put myself in, you know, my child mind, my teenage mind, my 20-something-year-old woman mind, you know, battling through it all and Maybe there was um, this outspoken community uh, and I was unaware, but it makes me so happy to know that young minds potentially feel a little less alone and a little more understood having that community, that awareness. It has been interesting to me. I've been reading and seeing a lot of people's posts and stories and one common thing I see is the point that If you haven't had an eating disorder, you know, you couldn't understand. Now that mentality, trust me, I understand. I have always felt completely misunderstood by anyone around me. You don't know what it's like to hate yourself so much. You don't deprive yourself of nourishment. You don't know what it's like to think about food, wanting it, but resisting it, crunching on it, but knowing that you're ultimately going to throw it up. You don't know what it's like to pick yourself apart every waking moment, like a vulture picking at its food. You can't possibly understand what it's like to hate yourself so much. You can't possibly understand my loss of control. Now, the thing is that that is a lie. You know, it's a lie that I think we tell ourselves. And I'm not saying there isn't truth in the fact that I can share in a different conversation with someone who actually lived it, who actually knows and walked through an eating disorder. But I think in my recovery and kind of living outside of myself a bit, I can see things a little differently now. I know that people are capable of empathy and understanding. Just because you haven't lived through a certain suffering doesn't mean that you can't have feelings around it or, you know, like want to support it, right? I unfortunately think that many people who have suffered through an eating disorder or have one often have had moments with someone in their life that maybe didn't respond so well or didn't pay enough attention to it. But that doesn't mean that all people who haven't had one can't understand or or connect to it on a level or 
doesn't mean that they can't benefit you in supporting you. In fact, I I feel that, you know, or at least a big part of me feels like most people can unfortunately relate to the mindset more than we even realize. Some people have a variation of disordered eating. You know, so many people do. Um, They may not be exactly like us who are fall into the category of totally, you know, suffering from it, but they can understand having trouble with body image or, you know, food or so. So where does that line get drawn? I don't know. I mean, I know what I went through. And I know what a lot of people are sharing. I understand that. But I think other people can sometimes connect to it somehow, even if they haven't walked on the other side of it. And and anyone who couldn't possibly understand is just someone who wouldn't have understanding or empathy for any addiction or mental issue. And and they just suck. You know, they, they don't have the capability to do that. So yeah, I I spent a whole fuck ton of time too feeling misunderstood, but I'm at a place now where I see people differently, and I I see struggle and and hardship and and understanding. You know, like we have shown that a lot through this hellish experience of of having a leader, or if you can even call him that, you know, present so many flaws in our society and and you know show that it's all very prevalent still unfortunately but you've seen communities come together and show support for you know whether it's something that they're not going through themselves they're still there to support so the idea that us victims of eating disorder um you know that people can't understand it. I don't I don't know if I agree with that. I think I did at one point. But I don't I don't really think that anymore. I've been on this unfortunately long pause doing what I felt I did best, hair since the pa- pandemic began and um I remember like I kind of started to already feel like I had this itch to start sharing about, you know, my eating disorder. And I don't know if it's because I got to a place where, you know, I was ready. I mean, only took 25 years to be ready. But like, you know, I don't know if I just was at that place or what it was that was starting to kind of fuel that need to share it. But beginning to share was kind of like unfamiliar for me. I didn't really know how I would do that, you know, with with anyone. For me, clients were always priority. You know, didn't want to share too much about myself other than my kids and my husband and even that was brief. Get get back to the client, Laura. Which I don't know if that was a part of me not wanting to address myself or put myself on display, but Also, I know that I wanted each person to feel special and to feel heard. And I just felt like that meant staying focused on them and and their story and what's going on in their world. And, you know, I didn't want to contribute 
myself because I felt like that was maybe interrupting, you know, me listening to them. I think it's hard for people to feel heard and I I wanted them to see that I was listening, you know. So it was hard to figure out how to go about communicating anything about myself because I hadn't really done it or tried it, you know. So I remember I had this one moment where I was like, you know, fuck it. This feels right. This woman is is sharing a lot. I'm not going to get into the things that she was sharing, but it just felt right. You know, it felt like the moment to be like, you know what? I, I'm just, I'm just going to go ahead and share it. She's talking about similar type of stuff. So anyway, I decided to seize the moment and, and nope, nope, it wasn't the reaction I was looking for. She was, she was kind of like, no, really? Like, yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> I am telling you that right now. That's what I'm saying. And she was just like, I, I can't believe that. Blah, blah, blah. You've always seemed so put together. Yeah, I, I guess I guess it does seem like that when you when you keep things all locked up inside, right? Put together. But that goes back to people not necessarily you feel, okay, in that moment, yeah, I felt like this This lady doesn't understand. You know, but if you take a pause, she would understand. You just kind of blindsided her, Laura. You know, you blindsided her. She wasn't, wasn't expecting it. And it, it was a different moment. You know, maybe she didn't expect to hear it. Maybe she didn't expect me to say that. I've never shown that side of myself. So why would she? not be taken back so it's not always the other person you know it's just it's just the scenario people aren't always ready to hear something like that and this woman was someone who very much deals with and and dealt with a lot of insecurity so you would think that that was someone that would automatically be like oh I understand you know but she didn't expect it. She didn't expect me to say that. I've been doing her hair for a bazillion years at that point and never once kind of opened up that bag of trucks. So, of course, she was, you know, taken back by it. But nevertheless, even understanding that I kind of surprised her, um, that was my first experience kind of telling a client about it. So I was like, you know what? that's yeah, that's all gonna stay back in the vault um, put it back in there you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna share any of that it's too uncomfortable to have that reaction so I'm just gonna because you don't want to like say that you're experiencing this and have to kind of defend like no no this is actually really happening or was really happening this is my life you know like you just want to say it and have it understood that yeah no, there's no question about it. The person I'm sharing this, so it's not. I'm not making this up. I don't want to have to feel like I'm explaining the fact that it actually happened. I'm telling you that it happened. So anyway, it goes back into the vault, right? And then a couple months later, this godforsaken pandemic hit, and and for me, although 
I'm sure it seems minuscule. I felt that being behind the chair, I was able to help people contribute to motivating them to feel good about themselves, to help them talk about their feelings. And besides my love for the art of hair, that's what I enjoyed. You know, I enjoyed listening to them and and helping them along, even if it was for just during that hour visit or couple hour visits, some many hour visits. But, you know, it felt good to kind of hold someone's hand through a little bit of life. So when I had to hit the pause button, you know, there was definitely a void that came with that. So with that void came me kind of putting my art and my mind on on canvas and on some denim, if you see my art. Um, and w- with that was just a little bit of a story about me and, and my dysmorphia and struggle with that. And each person that I'm painting um, kind of has a story of that and... I think it's true. I think a lot of us have a lot of hard time seeing ourselves for what we actually are. But starting these paintings was like the first time creatively I felt like I'm putting it out there. You know, this is this is me on my own. Nothing else with it. No encouragement from anyone else, you know, to do something. It was all me and something that I kind of wanted to explain and then came hello thoughts and you know me kind of sharing my struggles with eating disorder and and how hard that is you know um and it's still something that I work for um to change the process of my mind and my mentality um so you know this is kind of off topic but it's all relevant to me I had this realization um a couple weeks ago I had someone reach out to me via Instagram and you know right there you're you're thinking okay well (laughs) anything over Instagram is just not real so just shut it down but I had this art gallery reach out to me and um this woman wrote this nice thing and She was having this expo, uh, art expo about body image and my stuff was going to be like perfect for it and yada, yada. I felt this like adrenaline rush, you know, like here I am, I'm putting myself out there and then you're finally like, oh, wow, someone notices me, someone sees me and I've talked to other artists about it. It's, It's kind of hard and vulnerable to put all of your artwork or your music, or, you know, whatever it is out there, and then to not have the response that you might be hoping for, it it could be a little discouraging, you know. So I had this moment, I'm like, oh, yes, you know, someone's seeing me, that's really cool. Um, Seeing what I'm doing, and what it's about, what it's all about, people. (laughs) And uh, turns out it was like, You know, you have to pay a couple hundred dollars to have your one piece put in this thing. And maybe that's how some, you know, shows are and that's great. But instantly my balloon was deflated and I was like, God 
damn it. You know, like (laughs) that sucks. Here I am. I'm so excited thinking, wow, you know, this is great. And then it's a bunch of horseshit. But I had that moment of feeling such defeat and and I was so upset. And then I quickly turned that into this realization of the fact that I am still at a place in which I do not value my own feelings and my own opinion enough. You know, what I say about my art and what I'm putting out there is not enough. Because why would I ever trust my word for it? All I've ever done is completely, you know, destroy myself and any amount of self-esteem or positive reinforcement I ever could have. You know, I've always been at that, just badgering myself. So why would I, for one minute, think what I have to say about my art is enough? So it took me on this little bit of a journey. And I'm I'm really actually very happy that it happened because, you know, I, I was thinking I'm excited for myself. You know, I'm, I'm, trying to stay motivated through this hell and I'm trying to stay productive and creative and hope to connect with people and hope that people see value in my art or or have a feeling from it, you know. And what I realized is I need to be doing it for myself and I need to trust that my opinion is valuable and really just love it for what it is and and hope that people love it. I don't need for other people to applaud me. It's nice, but I think what I came to is that I really need to still be working on lifting myself up and letting that be enough. I talk to a lot of artists about that kind of thing. So I know that it's it's something that people feel you know, you're putting yourself out there and you're not getting the the return you'd like. But I think I've realized now that the biggest return is yourself and the people that matter most. And if there are people out there that get a little something from it, that's that's really just spectacular and wonderful. And I just realized I, I need a little a little extra work there that I didn't realize I needed. Um, So if you have a moment where you're not feeling like you're getting the response that you're looking for, maybe it's, it's time to reflect a little and realize that how you feel about it is the most important. You know, what your opinion is, is the most important. And try to be kind to yourself. You know, um, it's it's just so important. And, and it could be, it's such a simple thing that could be so incredibly hard to do. And I wish that wasn't the case, but it can be really hard. So, you know, always stay reaching out to, to your, your people 
And remember that people can understand. They can understand you. You just need to give them the chance. So I also have, I wanted to say that uh, it's been fun. I've been posting like some poll questions and people have been answering them. And it, it's been really fun to to get to know some of the people that are following me and just friends and you know, most of everyone who I know, but um, it's been fun to see your reactions and, and input to, to the polls and questions I've been dishing out. So thank you guys for, um, for contributing to that. It's been good for me and I, I hope entertaining for you and maybe a little stimulating sometimes, maybe if you want to take a minute to think about yourself and how you work and that brain of yours. But I'll leave you with what I already posted um, in lieu of eating disorder awareness. You, your body, your thoughts, and your heart are all beautifully unique and should be loved entirely. It's true. And don't you fucking forget it.